on what I thought about an Ian Brown gig that I went to last week. And it was literally one take, no prep, just had a chat about what I thought and looked some grainy, low-quality mobile phone footage. And that is the most successful video that has ever happened on You Call That Radio's YouTube channel. Which blows my mind. But if, if, you're, if you're not aware, that is where most of the stuff happens. We do loads of live streams from there, interviews. That is where we do music sessions from. So go to youtube.com forward slash you call that radio. That's where the main stuff is these days. But that's why I'm getting... I'm, I'm, I've not forgotten about this audio podcast. I did forget for a while. I didn't forget. I've just been too busy. But that's why I thought I would get... The be- so last week we had uh, Dominic Diamond, the week before we had John Higgs, and this week we've got Mandarin, which everyone told me was a really good interview, even Mandarin said that she, I don't know if she was just humouring, maybe she said that she thought it was a good interview and I did well, which I was chuffed with because I'm a massive fan of Biss, and also I was a bit, I was a bit out of sorts that day as well, I was checking my phone because I was waiting on an update, I'm not going to go into what was going on, but it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a crazy day, there was a lot of stuff going on in the background that day, and... I'm just glad to get the audio podcast back. There's been people getting back saying thanks for bringing them back because they don't watch. They can't be bothered with YouTube. They can't be bothered looking at my face. So they would this this interview, for example, today with Mandarin does exist on YouTube if you prefer a YouTube. But I think most people just prefer a podcast beamed directly into their ears. So this is why I'm doing this for I'm doing this for used people. So if you're on. You know, I, I prefer a podcast like this, to be honest. This is how I would choose to listen to things. And this is actually, last week, I've been ill for the last week, and that's how I I chose to read books, is in the audiobooks. I was listening to Stuart Braithwaite's Spaceships Over Glasgow, which, funnily enough, has uh, actually mentions a, a thing about a go-karting incident, a certain go-karting incident, Involving a member of BIS that was apparently in the Daily Record uh, at the time. I'm not going to, no spoiler alerts, but you'll hear about this later on the show. I'll let, I'll let her tell the story about it. But it was good to read that. Um, well, I didn't read it, it was an audiobook, if you know what I mean. I was too ill to read, I was just sort of lying, feeling ill. And audiobooks seem to be a good way. Audiobooks and podcasts seem to help. So the shouts to Stuart Braithwaite for the Spaceships Over Glasgow book. There's loads of really interesting stories about it. Um, you know, stuff because I'm a bit younger than Mogwai, but I was a mass- I was a big fan growing up. I was a fan of Mogwai before I'd even really listened to the music. I loved the names of the songs, like um, Mogwai, Young Team, Come On Die Young. All the song names are amazing. And I remember going to tea in the park and everyone was wearing Blur or Shite t-shirts. And there was a couple of Blur fans that wore Mogwai or Shite t-shirts. And if I remember rightly, there was a guy with t-shirts, or sh- a t-shirt, a shite t-shirt. And then, but I was just a fan of Mogwai, even though I was probably a bit too young to kind of get the music completely. But I remember working behind the bar as a wee guy at Connect Festival, and they played in the rain. That was the same weekend as Bjork played, that was amazing. But when they played in the rain, and I remember someone saying, there's not even a singer. There's no singer. It just all clicked for me. I just remember thinking, this is amazing. So it was it was great to hear 
the I'd recommend checking out Spaceships Over Glasgow by Mogwai, featuring a story, the, the go-kart incident involving Biss, which we're going to hear about later on in the show. Also, find, I, found it, I just found it funny as well, the story was talking about uh, getting... What Bamini me up by getting telling the restaurant staff that it was his birthday, so they would all sing happy birthday to him, and that's what my drummer, Godly Duncan Junior, has done to me in the past. But I've had a really bad hangover, and I'm trying to keep a low profile. He gets the, <laughs> he tells him it's my birthday, and then everyone sings happy birthday to me in a family restaurant with the like sparklers and candles and the birthday cake and all that. Absolute nightmare, but funny, funny on reflection. Not not at the time though. So yeah. Book of the week, or book of the month, or whatever. Check out uh, Spaceships Over Glasgow by Stuart Braithwaite. And uh, really enjoyed that. What else? My Mamero, shouts to My Mamero as well. She's just released her album. It's on vinyl and stuff. Uh, Maima, you might know some of you might know her. She played keyboards with us in the Gyro Babies a couple of times, from time to time, um, as a backup keyboard player. And she's done a great job, but... Our solo stuff is incredible. Just nice and mellow. I actually listened to it first time on my way to Aaron a couple of weeks ago. And it just felt beautiful. It's called Almost Home. She's um, from Ireland, but based in Glasgow. And it's just so nice. There's just a, a nice variation of styles on it. Uh, some of it's quite dramatic, almost like a Disney musical. And some of it's, it's more low-key and subtle and minimal. Great voice. Some brilliant poetry in there as well. And, yeah, I recommend that. And TV. Did I see any? I don't think I did see any good TV. Just been watching some YouTube stuff. And, yes, that was the first episode of This England, the one about Boris Johnson. Oh, uh, on Now TV Sky. Don't watch that. Episode one in. Absolutely terrible. The actor does a good impression of Boris Johnson, but as a result, it just kind of comes across like a dark comedy. And it seemed a little bit like justifying some of his poor decision making. And also it's too soon to be watching the films about what happened in 2020. I do not recommend that. I recommend Maima Mero's new album. Maima Mero. And I recommend Spaceship Silver Glasgow by Mogwai. Uh, Mogwai's Stuart Braithwaite. And I recommend listening to this podcast by Biss. Mandarin of Biss. Absolute legend. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you to the patrons who helped make this show happen at patreon.com forward slash you call that radio. We have no adverts. We have no funding, no sponsorship at all. It's, there's got to be no adverts through this. It's just because of people supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash you call that radio. Thank you. And thank you. There's a couple of folk as well that are supporting is on the YouTube memberships as well, which is a kind of new thing. And at coffee.com forward slash you call that radio. Thank you very much. You guys are the key workers. The show would not exist without you. And we are actually going to be launching, I hope, a new TV show. Well, a TV show, except it's not on tele. It'll be on the internet. But on um, Halloween, we're going to have a bunch of special guests um, in our new Glasgow office studios. And I think Monday, Halloween, we will be doing a live stream, live performances, live guests, and hopefully it'll be a weekly thing after that from our Glasgow offices. And then we've also got Murphy who helps mix and master our audio. He's got a studio set up and ready to live stream in Edinburgh. And he's going to be starting to do a weekly show called Club Anywhen. If it all goes right, we're going to be doing a pilot episode tomorrow night. 
And um, yeah, so hopefully that goes well and you'll see that every Wednesday on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash you call that radio. And I think that's about it. That's about it. Enjoy this interview. Thank you to the people who support it. Leave us a five-star review in case that makes any difference. I have no idea if it makes any difference, but if you're listening on Apple just now, give it a five-star, leave a comment, um, share it, tell a pal, like, subscribe, whatever. I just don't. Just enjoy this. I enjoyed it. Thanks to Mandarin for speaking to me. This is You Call That Radio, and this is Mandarin from Bus. I would just like to welcome on the stage Mandarin of Bis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm a massive fan. I remember watching Top of the Pops. <laughs> You're as old as us then. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was such a cool song. And is it true that you were the first unsigned band to ever play Top of the Pops? True or false? Mm. I've heard it's false. I don't know officially who who was, but it, it sounds good in the press, though. <laughs> yeah, well, go go with that. So, how long were you a band before that? Was it was it was it like an overnight thing, or has you been working hard in the background for a while? It just sort of seemed to go from starting the band. We're all still at school and doing your first gigs and then everything you got offered you just said yes to you were excited any seven inch you wanted to do yeah yeah we'll do everything and then we went on our first tour with super furry animals that was our first the first proper tour wow. and in the mid in the middle of it we got a call saying do you want to go on top of the pops as an exclusive and it's like ah <laughs> so yes that was that sort of all kind of stemmed from i suppose the Super Fun Animals are one of my favourite bands of all time. In fact, I, 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 I quite often wear my Super Fun Animals t-shirt on this show. <laughs> so I'm going to need to bring, I'm going to need to, for because that is my favourite band. We've not, we need to Aww. use the, the name, where is it, where is it? Yeah. The name drop. You call that the best name drop so far. We've had very famous name drops, but for me personally, <laughs> Super Furry Animals it means a great deal to me. Oh, lovely and, guys! Well, they seem really nice as well, and the, the I just love the music. I love what they they do. Uh, were they, so were they? Where were they in their career? Were they kind of just starting out, or were they already kind of, kind of fuzzy logic kind of era? In fact, by the time we played Glasgow, they made a joint headliner for that one. So that's how far on in their career. They were so same ish level, but most nights they they headlined it. Oh, amazing, amazing! And and what what, what was who was on top of the pops that time? The last time I went to top of the pops, just I just seen <laughs> quite a surreal experience of going from just being a so so is it is it five Glasgow? Where is, where's everyone from? Glasgow, Glasgow. Yeah. So everyone's coming from Glasgow, going on the top of the pops. Who who else was playing that night? Uh, there was. Um, so who was it that introduced us? I can't remember. Oh God, M- is it MN8? Is that is that yes. what you called those guys? Um, and there was a Dubstar. There was Gina G. So that's how I always kind of place the the timing of it. Um, <laughs> take that. We're not live on it, but um, they'd pre-recorded something, so their names were still in stickers in the wardrobe in our dressing room, which was pretty cool. <laughs> Um, who else? Cast, cast are there as well. Oh, in wow. fact, we were we ended up being in it twice, so that's why I get confused if it was that 
week or when we went back two weeks later after the exclusive because we'd actually charted. So to do it twice was pretty cool. <laughs> John, John Powers seems like a nice guy as well for cash. They were cash sound. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No yeah, comment. no class probably a better answer. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. seems, we met him actually in recent years at, where was it? Kendall Collin or so, a festival somewhere. And he was actually really nice to us. So, no, we've yeah. all grown up. <laughs> it's been a long, it's a long time since Gina G blazed the, the charts. <laughs> Just yep. a little bit, which I'm assuming was the track, because I don't remember any others. But that, that, that must be the one. Yep, must be, must be. Who is in the house today? Uh, we got Stuart Graham's in the house. Hello, Stuart. Uh, Joe saying that she loves super for animals. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, who I just a little bit says uh, Stuart Graham. And how are we doing tonight? Trips says CJ. We're very well. We're very well. We're excited for doing the rabbit hole. Are you as excited as me? <laughs> Are you, are you excited for doing the rabbit hole? I thought you were talking to the no, people you were using I'm with talking everyone excited? Is everyone <laughs> excited for doing the rabbit hole one week today? Oh, it's, it's a fantastic lineup. Um, I wish I was going to the other days as well because Snapped Ankles are playing and yeah. there's Honey Blood and Rosillos are on. Um, are they not in my day? I think, I I think Honey Blood are on your day as well. Probably a different time though, but oh, Buzzcocks as well. We actually played with Orbital at Sound City in Leeds many, many months ago, so that would be that would have been good as well. So, so are you just in and out? You know, because I think I think I'm pretty sure Honey Blood are around in the afternoon as well. Are they okay? I yeah, because so. our time got changed. We're originally on earlier, um, and we're now on kind of mid afternoon and um, back at three. So. Yeah, pretty few, much. There's been a few last minute changes, and I think that was uh, even today or yesterday, which is why everybody's asking what are the set times. But I believe Honeyblood had a travel issue, so they've changed their uh, time as well. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what's going on, but that's why I know everybody's like post the set times. We did do a wee show with Vic Galloway last week where we announced the rough set times. Mm -hmm. But at these things, you know, it's like herding cats trying to get musicians to agree to uh, times and. So it's been, it's been, it's, it's always interesting trying to get, but it's, it's pretty much done. I've seen the posters. I'm going to actually try and get permission from the gaffer to share the final, final set times and the final, final posters. We'll maybe do that at the end of the show tonight. Um, and uh, yes, we will, we'll go for that. So you, you mentioned who else, who we got that, who else did you say there? So you've got, you said pointed out Orbital. Rosillo's. Um, Sleeper Mods would have been quite interesting to see actually on Penis. Um, oh, Mickey Nines are good live as well. Mickey Nines are friends. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, they're incredible live. Oh, brilliant they're live. On, they're, they're on the Friday night. Um, I, I, yeah, love Mickey Nines. On We Are Not Devo. Absolutely love, love them as well. Have you have you actually seen them play? Yeah, I saw them at the Hug and Pint in Glasgow um, not long before lockdown and oh, absolutely fantastic. I've heard great things. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, 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 are they, sorry, they are from Glasgow or? Oh, no, no, no. no. They're not. I saw them in Glasgow. Oh, you saw them in Glasgow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, it, there's, yeah, I'm looking. Sleaford Mods are on, I think, at half ten now on the Saturday night. And I think Buzzcocks and them have swapped. Ooh. So I believe that is um, exclusive information. Sleaford Mods <laughs> at midnight. But I think, now, I think they've got to go to Belgium or something. So it's now Buzzcocks are on after. And yeah, the Rosillos are on the Bano stage, and then it's Yardak, then it's Warm Dusher, and then it's 
then it's my band. Well, we're not a headlining. We're closing the stage because they're certainly not headliners in that that lineup. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be nervous trying to stay sober. It was staying sober. <laughs> not trying staying sober. I'd be nervous watching all these bands in that stage. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing for it. And uh, yeah, Orbital. So you, where, where was it? Sun City, you said you played with Orbital? Yeah, when it was in Leeds, like ages and ages ago. But they were they were really good, actually. And I, I like, we all like Orbital, actually. I always just thought Sun City was Liverpool for some reason. It changes from place to it, place. Yeah, was it not in, it's been in Glasgow as well, hasn't it? Vaguely remember that. Vaguely mm-hmm. remember that. How did this start? How did what what happened? <laughs> what was the moment that you said this? And also, most importantly, do you use, spell your name with all lower caps? Yeah, um, we did that just because we wanted to. But yeah, a lot of people do the opposite and do it all in capitals. I did that. Like just to annoy us. I did that. I, I wasn't trying to annoy you. I just <laughs> I just looked wrong when I, I did it with the capital B, and I just went the wrong way. I went I went too much caps, and I, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Well, we've had everything. We've had two S's. We've had the bus. We've had a Z. <laughs> That's the worst one. Z. That's oof. um. So yeah, it's, so, it's amazing how much mistakes are made with bands. <laughs> but I mean, you do have a three-letter band name. There is really no excuse for no. Anything. But in, in this day and age, it's like if we knew the internet was going to be upon us. We probably would have chosen a more clever name, like you know the way churches have spelt their name for internet reasons and all that. So this is not one that you want to Google or something. You will not find an awful lot. So yeah, we. There's we, a brand called Bis. I don't know what it is though, but I noticed when I tried to tag you earlier on, there was a something. I don't know, a product of some sort. Called <laughs> oh, Bis. there's tons of them, and do you know what the fans have sent us them. There's a, a washing powder from. Is, Poland or something someone sent there's sweets from somewhere in the, the world that people have sent us with that as well um, there's tons there's absolutely tons <laughs> and you actually invented the internet thing when you think about it by having all lower cases because okay. that's cool like people like to misspell things and who is it like a, there's a, a really fantastic singer songwriter I think it's, she's got a band now called Time Gypsy from Glasgow and she's all lower cases so you get more of that, people, all caps, lower cases. <laughs> Did you just invent it? Did um, anyone do it before you, do you think? Like like most things, we probably weren't the first person to do it, but we'll take credit for anything <laughs> we possibly can. <laughs> Let's talk about Japan. Mm. Because yep. I remember, I mean, I've known... I was when I was I was just reading up about about years before, and it was, it was saying something like a hundred thousand records sold in week one in Japan. But I, I always associated Jews with Japan. I think I think it was maybe the NME talked about how big you were over there. What was that like, and how, how did that come about? Um, they just really loved the the first album. I don't know if it was the artwork I'd done in that album sleeve that was very manga heavy because I absolutely loved that style of art. Or I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the music to begin with, or that I don't know. But either way, they just went crazy for us. But I, um, it's always short lived in Japan. They get so excited, they they go crazy on you. Like we've never had crowds and screaming like that ever since. It's unbelievable. But then it's over. That's it. <laughs> the second album sold fifty thousand, which I'm not disappointed in that much because that's tons. But it was never the same as that first album and those first tours we were doing like two nights in the one big venue in, in Tokyo. So that was massive. Really, really good. 
And the Tokyo, because obviously as a, as a manga fan, you, I mean, it must have been exciting for you to go oh, to Tokyo. Oh, God. It, it was amazing. I got a lyric called, I, I wrote years ago called, I Want to Wake Up in Tokyo, because it was just like, I remember, just imagine, it seems like the furthest away from from Scotland as you can get, really. But I've been to South <laughs> Korea, and it was like that as well. It was just like, this is different. I don't know what anything says. It's confusing in a beautiful way. <laughs> oh, it was just wonderful because we'd never even thought of ever going to a place like that in our lives. And then when you get the invite, you're just like, hell yeah. And they treated us so nice. They all give you presents. You turn up at the airport and there's fans everywhere. You go to the bullet train and there's fans all there. Um, you go to your fancy hotel that you've given you and you fans there. So it's like something I've never ever experienced in my life it was unbelievable and they even have candy pop in the karaoke and the, the <laughs> bars out there which is yay amazing have you ever did the karaoke uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very very good the guys went more than than me but it's very very good actually but they treated us so nice i still uh, keep in touch with the record label people because they're just lovely lovely people too so brilliant place is it true that venues in Britain treat bands much worse than almost every other country in the world. <laughs> Where did you hear this? Or is this just well, your opinion? No, everybody, everybody. We, we had a European tour booked and then there was a bit of a bug going about, I don't know if you heard about it, and it got cancelled. Because we were trying to get a, a European tour in before Brexit. and Because we've been offered gigs here and there, but we tried to make an actual tour and we did make a tour and then we had to cancel it. Or postpone it, but there doesn't seem much point in rescheduling anything at the start of this year, to be honest. <laughs> but you know, everyone that goes to Europe just says, Oh, I was just treated so well. Is that, I mean, but you've got countries like France and stuff, they get funding from the government to actually put on culture and stuff, better funding. Is that the reason, do you think? Or do people I'm just sort of like uh, maybe have more appreciation for artists in other countries? I'm not sure. Like, uh, for us, it always depended on the the record label giving us the, the funding to go to these places. That's why we've not been back to a lot of them since because we don't have tour support. And it's brilliant when you do because then you've got the money to hire a van and get your visas and all that stuff. So I don't know if there's much difference in the way you're treated from country to country in a way. but Apart from think, Japan, because they're just better. I think, I think it's just the Japanese way. The way they treat you in general is just... It's beautiful. You're just treated with like so much respect, and they're really, really good to you. Not to say we weren't treated good in other countries. Like they were, we were treated great in America and Australia, and there are places in Britain that they're absolutely excellent to us. So I can't complain. Like even when we'd been going for ten years and we went back to play King Tut's just because we thought we'd so many memories there, and they gave us like a ten-year-old bottle of whiskey, and I just thought, see, just that kind of. They put, got us something with meaning to it, the fact it was our 10-year anniversary and stuff like that. So there's good people out there everywhere. Absolutely. Let's talk about the new album. <laughs> the new album, which I believe is out on October the 28th. There's some tra there's a track list in there. Systems Music for Home Defence. That's the new album. Did you have to make that album during lockdown? Did you have songs <laughs> beforehand? We'd had a lot of wee kind of workings in our in our pot for a while and we just needed to kind of get them together 
better I suppose and it was it was good to kind of give us something to aim for and to do and the record label that we were on last night from Glasgow they like their deadlines because they've got a million bands in their label and they said if you want this to come out on this date you need to deliver it by this date so we we upped up the ante and uh, got it done and we're really happy with it it's 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 we're yeah you got to be happy with your own album and it's a it's a goodie what is it your would you say it's your best album ever of all time <laughs> what kind of questions that <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm very good at questions <laughs> but it's just good it's, it's last night from glasgow they've been doing so much over the last mm. few years it's um because i remember going to sort of one of the the earlier gigs and they did some really good sort of um, un, unheard talent before they brought in and then uh, they started sort of signing bands like yourself and other names and bringing back some amazing who else did they just release recently I think it was the, Cosmic the Rough Riders album that Cosmic Rough Riders album got a re-release and yeah and they're doing like that. they're doing stuff with the Yummy Fur and Long Leg as well so things like that I find particularly exciting it's so yeah they do everything there's there's no band that they don't get in touch with they don't stop <laughs> And for people who don't know, Last Night from Glasgow is kind of like a subscription type service. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it works. Maybe maybe you do, uh, but like, uh, is it something like you, you pay a monthly subscription? And you don't have so to. You, you don't you, have to. Um, yeah, you, it's not mandatory. No. <laughs> you can just buy an album. But if you yes. would like to, you can... <laughs> if, if you would like to, you can pay a monthly subscription and they promise as an X amount to see these are vinyls or free gigs or something like that. Yeah, like it's um, it's it's really good for a lot of people who are pretty much like vinyl obsessed and just love music, like a big variety of it. And they do go to all the gigs and get all the records, and they love them. Um, but you can just get the odd one, and you you don't have to have the vinyl. You can get a digital as well so no they're they're brilliant they're absolutely great and there's a lot of freedom in what you want to do and as long as you get it delivered in time <laughs> <laughs> and you have delivered you we have delivered. we've done it i was quite pleased i submitted that artwork while i was in holiday in mallorca so i was quite happy <laughs> so is it your own art your own artwork as well yeah it was um uh, uh steve and john and i did that together so it was indeed and it was a um, Stephen would probably be better at answering questions like this because he's got this. He's in in this um, mood of loving all the kind of nineties rave stuff, especially Scottish Scottish rave, and it kind of had elements of that to it. And he was quite keen to to have artwork that represented that. So I thought I thought it suited it because it's there's a lot of inspiration from that era on the album too. So I think it'll be quite interesting to hear what people think. It's People have heard it so far, like the label and our friend who mastered it, they think it's absolutely brilliant. So I'm I'm really excited about it. It's twelve songs and yeah, they're all quite different. Is have you got as far as uh, thinking about an album lunch party? I don't know. Um I don't know. Op open to ideas, of course. <laughs> I'm sure the label will want to do something, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It's nice that we're all just starting to make plans again, isn't it? Like we've got some English dates set for the end of October as well. So that'll so be good. Where are you, where are you going? Uh, we're going to Nottingham, Manchester and London. So that's at the end of October as well. Have you played a gig since you came since <coughs> four times? Have you played anything recently? 
Um, recently, um, so we've played... Well, well, uh, since, since, let's say since September last cough, year. Sorry. <coughs> Bring water with me. Um, we played Stereo in Glasgow. was the first gig we did since lockdown stuff. And that was, it was weird. The whole thing was just strange. It's like, wait, did I take my mask off to sound check and all that kind of stuff. It was all very strange. So I'm kind of glad we're through that. <coughs> Apart from I'm coughing all the time now. Stereo's a, a cracking venue. Um, just I, I love stereo and it's well uh, I like it but it's because it's got the 3M license as well you can do a wee after party and have DJs and stuff oh of course yeah yeah and shows yeah, the I'm... bouncers friendly bouncers as well which is always a always a bonus in the city centre yeah I'm always happy when a band plays stereo because it's a place with easy access like I could even go on my own I wouldn't feel too weird about it because central station's right there but at the moment there's no bloody trains so that's not not very handy so apart from that very good venue it's, it's a cracking venue and <laughs> the trains yeah i don't know what's happened with trains but you know the planes <coughs> are broke the trains are broke the buses are broke i think the system <laughs> might be broke everything's be. broken it we're actually doing like... a kind of semi-warm-up gig for doing in air all right the well, on, on the friday so we're playing at somerset park Stephen and john are big air united fans and we're playing their kind of a what do you call it? Half the a No, 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 no. It's not. It's not a game. It's in the bar. The is it Cameron's? Oh, right. Okay, I was just imagining a half-time game. No, no, that that would be very interesting, actually. It <laughs> does. No. I mean, I know bands that have done that at football stadiums, and they love it because it's just like a team <laughs> that they support. But uh, the it sounds terrible. It does sound terrible <laughs> because it's like sixty thousand people watching, and there's like a little tiny PA pointing one way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound good, but I suppose it's just nice to play uh, the football team that you support. So yeah, I think fans... it's something is always wanted to do. So, but that's what got me talking about that was um, it will just be a shame if the trains are still like that because people from Glasgow won't be able to go or other places as easy if there's no trains on. So, message <laughs> to the powers that be: get the trains fixed by next <coughs> Thursday. Is it Thursday? Uh, Friday. Friday. So next Friday. And if you are an Ayrshire, I know we've got an Ayrshire contingent. We've got an Yay. international audience. We've got people, you know, people from places like Coburnley and everything watch here. So I know that uh, if you're in Ayrshire, you can go, go along on the Friday. But that's presuming that you've not got already got your weekend <laughs> ticket for doing the rabbit hole. Of course. Which is, um, you can save 10% on your doing tickets. In fact, actually, I'm going to give you a 15% off ticket because it's 15% off on doing weekend tickets. Adult tickets and youth tickets. Well, Dune with the kids is the <laughs> discount code you can use. I think it's valid until tomorrow. I've put the link in the comments if you can see it. Do that and save yourself 15%. And I've actually, got, I mean, the, I, I don't know if you've seen the, the kids stage. The, the Waynes are getting their own stage these days. <laughs> it's headlined the likes of Mr. Boom and the Singing Kettle. So... <laughs> I'll, I'll bring that up. On, I'll bring that up on the screen just now for that lineup. Uh, have you have you been to Dune before? No, I haven't at all. So it'll be it'll be really good for us. Um, John in the band he lives up in Inverness. So it's quite good that we're playing a place that's kind of in between where we all stay. So pretty cool. Yeah, it's quite good that a festival that's not in Dumfries and Galloway. No offence, Dumfries and Galloway, <laughs> but it always seems like you need to drive for two hours for a decent festival. But yeah, it's good. It's going to be in um, 
Stirling, scenic Stirling Shire. Someone was correcting me saying, technically it's Perthshire, but it's in a Stirling Shire postcode. I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> I bow down to your superior knowledge because I don't know if that's right or not. But uh, we, we are, we, this, let's have a wee quick look at that. It's, uh, where is it? Here we go. So it's Mr. Boom and Singing Kettle. They're the ones that, that, that stuck out. And I've had Use Your Imagination by Mr. Boom in my head ever since this announcement. But remember, all under 12s go free to do the rabbit hole. And you get 15% off for over 12s and over 18 tickets as well. That's just uploaded. Oh, that's cool. My, my friend's going to take his... As kids, and I didn't know that it was free for under 12, so I'll, I'll remind them of that. So, cool. there you go, you've got Singing Kettle headlining the Friday, Mr. Mm-hmm. Booming the Saturday, the Barrel Band, Big Fish, Little Fish, you've got breakdance workshops. It looks amazing. So, that's him. It's two two stages, a big field, and a beach. At, all under 12s go free, and you can save 15% on the tickets um, by using Dune with the kids at the checkout. All capitals. Uh, Joe's saying you should go and get water if you want. And you're, by the way, <laughs> you, you are free. You are free to go and get water if you like. Thank you, you Joe. I'll, I'll hopefully be okay. Thank you. Okay. It's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> does that include the fancy showers and toilets? Uh, I don't think so. I think the lovely loose pass you're talking about. I don't know. To be honest, I'll be honest. I don't know. I'll find out for you. I, I think that the lovely loose pass might be a separate entity. I'm not 100% sure, but there is still lovely loose pass passes available. Um, che has a question. Che, who is one of the curators, uh, he's done a brilliant job of the Whistleblower stage. He says, can you ask Amanda what our band was called around 2006? They played for me at Wickerman in the Solis tent. Blew me away. Can't remember Aww. the name. Nervous first time booker. They were great. <laughs> so that's the, the band that, this decided to have a week and a sidestep and we, we made the band Data Panic. We actually did an album as well. So it was still Biss, but we'd taken on a bass player and drummer for the first time. Um, we used to get a lot of jip from people for why you don't have a bass player or a drummer. So we thought, well, we'll give it a shot. And we just had a, a good time with it. But I think we kind of missed the whole kind of Biss working. So we just went back to what we what we liked most. But we actually still play a few songs from the Data Panic Either so, if you come and see us live, you might you might get to catch one. Amazing, and we've got a comment from Kenny. You call that radio? Looking forward to hearing the Scottish rave elements from oh, back brilliant. in the day in the new Bis album. That era, oh. can't wait to see you guys live. <laughs> That's really nice to hear, actually, because there there is bits in this album that you just think, oh god, remember that kind of sound. So, yeah, <laughs> that sound seems to be making a return. We went to, we played um, a Road to Dune gig, Doss headlined at Hug and Pine on Saturday, they were amazing. And my friend Jigsaw Tiger, she was DJing, she was the Jigsaw Tiger, she sometimes watches, she was doing uh, an old school dance night and it was quite, it was a young crowd but it was just, it was old 90s stuff. And oh. it seems to be, I, I mean, I think, we're, I, think we've, I think we've got to that age now where what we listen to when we're younger is cool again. It seems <laughs> like Definitely, and, and what we were discussing um was if anyone would do a remix we would love it if it was one of the kind of 90s scottish rave bands that did it how cool would that be well let's we can we, let's, let's put that out there we, we've had some we've had some rave, we've had some legends on here we've had uh malarca lee of ultrasonic's been on here really with mary mary Keane was on here as well <coughs> another another legend so okay well, let's see if we can pull anything out of this then <laughs> yeah well we're putting it out to the universe 
and and Kenny Kenny does a good remix as well. He can he could probably do cook something up good. Uh, Tam the Van says great memories of Kyle and the singing kettle. They were great friends. <laughs> the singing kettle. I went to see at school. I can't really remember much about it apart from the hook, the chorus. And I'm I'm confused. did they start with that and then end with it? What you know was it stock the then metal? What's inside the singing <laughs> kettle? I mean they can't do that for the full show. So, but I'm sure they do it more than once. Because do you remember, um, it was one of the, the girls that was in the singing kettle, she started a band with her partner called Motormark, and we actually had them supporting us on a couple of tours, and I think it's her parents that ran the singing kettle, so I wonder if she's going to be there. They were a really good band, so... Motormark? Mm-hmm. I don't they were just a two-piece, but they were very good. They were from Kirkcaldy? Kirkcaldy, the kingdom mm -hmm. of Fife. Mm -hmm. The kingdom does produce some amazing musical <laughs> geniuses for some reason. It punches above its, its weight all the time. Um, what, you've, so you've, been, you've done lots of tours. Who's been your favourite band on tour? You obviously you like, you loved Motormark. What's been the best <laughs> band that you just enjoyed? Whether uh, musically or just their banter? We've had a lot of big names. I love reeling them out to people who... We toured uh, Europe with the Foo Fighters and they were wow. very, very nice to us. Um, really cool. And the other big ones we've done is like, um, we did a big tour with Ash and they were lovely to us too. And did the Cardigans. They were wow. okay to us. <clears throat> what? They were okay to us. No, okay. I thought said Hope hates us. I thought the woman was called Hope. No, um, Rocket from the Crypt, they were really lovely guys. Really, really lovely guys. And we've been very lucky. We've toured with so many nice people. It's, it's really Dave good. Dave Grohl seems nice. You know, I've never He's a lovely him. man. He just does really. seem nice, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So it's good to hear that. Never, everybody that ever meets him uh, says good things about him. I think mm -hmm. Honeyblood got him to drink a bottle of Bucky recently. I think that was last year at Transmat or something. Okay. <laughs> they were with Dave Grohl and he said, have you swigged a Bucky? Oh, he's really cool. Really nice. Because the, the Chili Peppers, I went to see Glasgow Green, the Chili Peppers were playing with, oh, it was a mental lineup. It was PJ Harvey, the Distillers, uh, Foo Fighters, Electric Six. I feel like I'm missing someone else. And I was actually going there for the Chili Peppers because I loved Californication. But the way Dave Grohl just came out there, he loves the, but he genuinely loves Glasgow. I think Glasgow was his their first ever European date, and they were very scared. And the bar has made them feel welcome. But he knows the part. He knows about bars. He knows about Bucky. He kind of knows what he's doing. And then Chili Peppers came out and went, "How many of you guys had haggis for breakfast?" <laughs> and the thing was, I had the haggis supper for breakfast, but it's still rude the way he said it. Haggis supper for breakfast. <laughs> I was I was fifteen, fourteen. I used to, I used to eat fruit rolls every. We used to eat fruit rolls for lunch. It was just, it's, it's not, not, the, not the, the healthiest diet. I'm for sure that, that's what you did. You'd fritter rolls and curry sauce. I had a fritter roll and curry sauce just there, just for old time's sake. Sure, Graham started working in Fife. You will be a musical genius probably by next month, mate. Come on the show and give us a song. Uh, CJ says, Chill FM were one of my all-time favourites. They had a few bangers. Joe loves Ash. Ash were, were class as well. It's good to hear they were nice. To you as well, and what is uh, the 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 favourite the favourite is gig of all time? You talked about Japan earlier on, <laughs> with Tokyo, those two big nights in Tokyo. What, but what is your has there ever been a, a what is the, the time that you've been on stage and you went? This is brilliant. This is perfect. I'm enjoying this. I think one of the times that kind of gave me 
shivers when I was on stage was we're playing Benicassim Festival in Spain and it's a big, big, big tent and, and there's a bit in one of our songs called Eurodisco where it goes a wee bit kind of a cappella and the crowd seems to clap and they were singing, they were singing the a cappella part while they're all clapping, the whole room and it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> this is actually, it's just so beautiful, it was just some like they're all singing your song it's just there's a beautiful thing to witness and yeah that was brilliant and that's until John went off and burst his balls in a go-kart and ended up making the news because of that so that was that same festival <laughs> he burst his balls in a bowl a go-kart he actually had to get stitches on his balls so yeah oh my god probably would just as well he's not listening to this just now. Uh, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter it's hashtag stitches on your balls when yeah. a lot of Scottish bands go to Benicassim they all Play, pay homage to John's experience because <laughs> word got out about it and Yale yeah, said they were going going searching for missing ball. But that's lovely. It's a different country as well and hearing sort of a, a hint of the Spanish accent and everybody singing it, it sounds amazing. Because I, I remember when people said, because well, we were singing, I was singing quite a Scottish accent and people were like, oh, you know, you get the Proclaimers references. You don't really get that as much anymore but at the time you did. And then when you went, when I went to England, it was quite, people just sang in their own voice back, which was quite good, because I was wondering if they would put on a fake Scottish accent to sing along. But <laughs> yeah, they just sort of sung in their, their own, their own accent, I suppose. So that was good. Um, the, we're hoping, so Eurodisco, will that be on the set list at Doon the Rabbit Hole on next Saturday afternoon? It will. <laughs> it will. I mean, it will. I'm actually trying to get the set together now, because I want, I like rehearsing at home, just so I can be prepared the other two are just so good that they don't really need to do anything ever but i like being being prepared so yeah see i i agree with you i've had, I've had so many lazy very talented band members but lazy that they, they just try to get away practice was just not really an option and i feel like they've kind of i've actually became that as well just getting away with winging it but you it's not the same and especially now i feel like just because when you're playing all the time you can wing it but we're just not really back in that zone just now. So what we're asking everybody who's tuned in tonight is if you're going to do the rabbit hole next week, which I assume you as well be if you're watching tonight's show, then you can see this on the Saturday afternoon. And when Eurodisco comes on, we're going to... Oh, that's, our stage. <laughs> that's our stage, by the way. That's our stage, the Tum Tum Tree. We're away. So you're, you're welcome to come down there and check all the amazing stuff we've got on there. But yeah, we'll we'll do that. Eurodisco, we'll have the acapella. There's a hand clap. It's not We Will We Will Rock You, but it's not unlike We Will We Will Rock You. We've got one of them as well. Where everyone can clap and sing along and bring back the magic of Benicassium <laughs> without the health and safety nightmare of go-karts. Yes. <laughs> and um, everyone else as well I'm going to put the link in the comments one more time if you just want to pre-order the uh, the new Biss album then you can do that right now go to the Last Night from Glasgow website and while you're there I would actually just have a wee have a wee look around because there's a lot of bands there that you will have heard of um, from, from, from the 90s and stuff but there's also a lot of new bands you won't have heard of that are very good and um, they're doing some great work it's shop.lastnightfromglasgow.com um, Sam's asking, is the discount code only valid for a certain period of time? Thanks. I believe, I don't think it's so much a date on the discount code, but I believe there is a limited amount on the discount code. So Sam, my advice to you is do it as soon as you possibly can. 
is the best thing to say because I think that they do cut it off after a while. So yeah, if you want to go to to down the rabbit hole and you've not already got your ticket, then you can save yourself fifteen percent with Dune with the kids. All one word at the checkout. Go and do that. Go and do that now. And um, yeah, amazing um, album out on October twenty eighth. You're going to Nottingham. When's Nottingham in Manchester? That it's all in October. Yeah, they're all at the end of Man- uh, end of October as well, which is quite good that we booked those dates because it was before the album date was announced. So it's actually that same it's week. Quite- worked out perfectly. It's now an album tour. Amazing. <laughs> Um, and then we'll need to add a we'll be adding a Scottish date most likely, um or two or three, I don't know. But at least we've got the air one coming up as well. So that gets in Amazing. there. I've got th- I've got a, did that did I make an advert? Did, I think I made an advert. You call that radio. You call that radio. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of half made an advert. I half made an advert. That just comes on at the end of a, a new song that we dropped on the channel today. Made with mobile phone footage. It's not the best sounding things, but it's um, a song called Boss that uh, my side project, Jackal Trains, released with the amazing Empress, who she's probably the best rapper in the country right now. Check that out on Spotify and, and all good streaming websites. Even some of the evil streaming websites is there as well. But before you go, I was want to ask you about, we're just talking about Eurodisco there. Is it right that for some reason Australia just loved Eurodisco? How did you hear that? <laughs> ah, I've got my sources, I've got my sources. Got sources. Yeah, they absolutely loved that actually. Um, it's weird, Australia really did c- catch on to us quite well. And we got to appear on a TV show out there called Hey Hey It's Saturday, which is meant to be something really, really big, like going on Ant and Deck or something like that. So it was a, a good thing to go on. Um, and again, they were nice to us, but because we weren't aware of what these things were, it didn't really bother us too much at the time. We were just like, okay, okay, we'll do everything. But Eurodisco went down quite well over there. And too. you're just back from Spain, did you say? Yeah, I went to Mallorca for a week. <laughs> I hadn't Amazing. been for a long time, so my, my family, we family holiday. Amazing. Very nice. Good stuff. Well, ho- hopefully on Saturday you can have a. Are you, are you taking the kids on Saturday to dinner? No. no. <laughs> Day after. That's, that's like Day taking after. your kids to work or something. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Not till they're a wee bit older anyway. They yeah. can fend for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, Saturday, I hope you see. I hope you see Honeyblood. I hope you won't see Buzzcocks, but you'll, you'll see. Let's well, just have a look at the Saturday again. Because we've got the, the set times here. It's uh, oh, it's eight to eight state on Sunday. Look at that. That, that would be brilliant. Mm. Um, so yeah, you you catch you catch Honeyblood, and I think you'll catch. I mean, if um, speaking of Manchester, the Moods, it's their last ever gig, which is absolutely sad because they've oh. been around for twenty years. I think they've been they've been on the circuit, had amazing nights with them in Manchester and in Glasgow. Um, snapped ankles are on the Saturday. Yeah, that's who I'd absolutely love to see. I'd love to see them. So maybe a chance. Well, let me actually just bring up. I can actually just bring up. I think I'm allowed to bring up the the. Am I allowed? I think I'm allowed to bring <laughs> up the the posters for Saturday. So stage posters. Uh, let's see the the. So you're on you're on the Jabberwocky. 
So let's see if we can just get that on the screen just now. I think you're, yeah, Jabberwocky. Yes. So, oh yeah, you, you, so you're going to, do you know who's on? I think run about, it's BC Camplight. Do you know BC Camplight? I would recommend highly BC Camplight. Okay. It's um, amazing. Um, I think it's, I, I think he's called BC Camplight, but it's got a full band behind him and they're incredible. It's, um, let's just have a quick look at that. Um, just now, give me a second. Um, but yeah, BC Camplight, they've got a song called I Only Drink When I'm Drunk, which is great. The guy's American, but he's lived in Manchester for ages, so he sings about Buckfast and uh, stuff that you wouldn't expect an American guy to think, sing about, if you know what I mean. Okay. But, um, but yeah, he's fantastic. And they're on, in, I think, uh, Saturday afternoon as well. Oh, that the file's too large, so I'm just going to just, just I could just just going to take my word for it. I don't even know if I'm allowed to show you the posters now, but they are going to be I think uploaded today or tomorrow. But yes, the the uh, Jabberwocky stage is yes. So it's uh, Thursday. It's Patty Smith, Gentlemen's Dub Club, Goat Girl, Pretty Pictures Club, Friday's Amy McDonald, Nubian Twist, Nadia Rose, Porridge Radio, Pillow Queens. She drew the gun. Who are my favourites? Uh, you can see a, a She Drew the Gun live session they did for us on our channel. If you're watching us on Facebook, by the way, you want to go to youtube.com forward slash you call that radio to see about 300 shows we've done since lockdown began. And the Saturday is 10cc, Camera Obscura, Tidelines, BC Camplight, The Joy Hotel, Samba Yabamba, who will be playing the whole festival, walking about with about 55 drummers. Biss, of course, and Bell and Sebastian headlining. And then the Sunday... On Jabberwocky's Teenage Fan Club, the Bluebells. Bluebells, they're last night from Glasgow as well, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. They are there. Very soon there'll be a last night from Glasgow stage, probably, because all the bands will be on them. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> um, we had, um, is it Ken? Ken, Ken McCluskey, I think. He was on the show and he, he just played Young at Heart in the middle of a show. And that was amazing. Because you know that way you don't want, want to mention. Does, it, does that bother? Because obviously, <laughs> Candy Pop is such a big song. Does it annoy you when people ask you about Candy Pop? Or are you just are you proud of it? Because it can go either way, I find. I think at the time it was just a kind of you got sick of it and we stopped playing it live in our sets because we were just so kind of fed up with it. If you think about how many years ago that was, that was twenty five years ago. It's so so long ago. And in Japan, they wanted us to play it twice in our gigs, and we're like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that so what, you, 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 but times passed. You haven't played very well. Do you like it again? I love it. I absolutely yep. love it. I get nervous. I'm the only one that probably does, but a couple of glasses of wine usually solves that problem <laughs> as long as I'm rehearsed enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I do love it. We all love it. And once you've done a gig, it's, it must be like the adrenaline or something. You just want to do another one as soon as it's finished. So, yeah, I can't wait to do like proper tours again and stuff. So October, yeah. the tours are coming. <laughs> Fast forward, we are in October, it is October right now, a sober October for many, a sober October for myself, for others it's just another month, for some it's mushy season, for others it's cocaine season as always, whatever you're doing this October, I hope that you're having a safe and enjoyable month and thank you especially to the patrons for supporting us at patreon.com forward slash you call that radio. Just to reiterate, Biss are on tour this month. And if you're listening to this, 
the, in October, if it's still October, then there's still time to go and see them. The upcoming gigs involve, hold on, where we go, live, sorry. I'm on the, I'm on their great website, webisnation.com, which is where you want to go. If you want to buy the album, you want to learn more about the history, find out where all the social media stuff is and the upcoming gigs. So, Nottingham, on the 26th of October, you can see Bus at Bodega, on the 27th of October, Oslo, not Norway, a venue called Oslo in London, and on the 28th of October, Night and Day in Manchester, and there's also, they've just announced a big Glasgow gig on the 10th of December, 2022, at the Classic Grand, with uh, Lundgleg, so that'll be brilliant, that's the 10th of December, I'm going to put that in my diary right now. And they've also got a new uh, new single called Lucky Night out as well, which you should check out. And speaking of Classic Grand, actually, we've just announced that my band Gyro Babies is playing our Glasgow gig. It's the first, first like it's been a while since we played Glasgow. I uh, don't know when the last one was, but it's um, our first gig since festival season. It's at Classic Grand as well. It's November the 26th as part of Esperanza's album launch party. Big Fat Panda are playing as well. So, yeah. Catch us on the 26th of November. Catch Biss on the 10th of December in the Classic Grand on Glasgow. Thank you once again to Mandarin for being a fantastic guest. And thank you to all the patrons who support us at patreon.com forward slash you call that radio. None of the, the show, this audio podcast, the, the live stream videos, the music sessions that we do, the events that we do, the stages that we run, the workshops we do, none of this would be possible were it not for your support so thank you for supporting us and we've got a wee special gig that we'll be inviting all patrons to coming very soon so you can get that invite by signing up at patreon.com forward slash you call that radio or by joining on our youtube channel which is youtube.com forward slash you call that radio and, and that's it we'll be back next week for another show if you've if this is the first one you've listened to in a while then go back and check out the interview with Dominic Diamond and John Higgs, which are in Season 3. And there's about another 34 episodes to explore in Season 1 and Season 2 as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Bess. Good night. Bye. You call that radio. Okay. You, want to see it. you call that radio. <laughs> Call that radio. <laughs> you want to say it? That's kind of part of the fun. Powered by our patrons. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters.